Hi. Hi is right. <laughs> we just talked about how we were going to say we're really high for this, but yet that joke still caught me off guard. Good one, Mel. Hello, and welcome to Literature. Literature. I feel like we usually get like nervous children when we have smoked for the podcast and like won't really say. Yeah. But <laughs> we're just yeah, high. We were, Sorry. We were a little more hesitant to yeah, I to guess say before. We're not in our nervous children era. We are stoned. Also, um, I feel like it's been a minute since we recorded like I'm always tipsy, but yeah. it's been a minute since I've been like Hi. fully under the influence. And let me tell you, I am 50 Leagues Under the Sea. What is that book? <laughs> Isn't it 10,000 Leagues? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's much more impressive than 50 Leagues. Um, I might end up taking a mid-episode smoke break, seeing, depending on this hits me, since you took an edible, it would only be fair, you know? Yeah, but- I love I love uh, your the mental process you always have when you see how high I am and you're like, that's where I want to be. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it is my favorite. I want to go through there. <laughs> yeah. So... All of that being said, uh, this will be an experiment, partly because we're high, partly because we both read this book a while ago. This is the episode we promised, like, I don't know, two months ago, Babel. Who's counting? By R.F. Kuang. And yeah, that's all I have to say other than wish us luck. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was, I had high hopes for this book, especially because this is the same author as the Poppy War series. Yes, as did I. And everyone was like, it'll change your life. And I do think it was amazing. Yeah, I do think it was really good. Um, I personally like Poppy War more still. Yes, I do too, I think. But I feel like Poppy War had like the capacity for a full... I feel like this is a standalone. Right. But maybe it's not. That's fair. And I wonder if that would influence me. Like, Oh, yeah. You know, but either way, I I agree. I think Poppy War was better, but I was really impressed by again like this author's general use of and knowledge of politics and history and all of that, very realistically weaved into a kind of fantasy story. I think the premise for this book is really cool. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, which spoilers, but uh, go read the book. Okay, we're not agreeing on the plot anyway. <laughs> Uh, but I was going to say the premise of it is basically this boy, Robin Swift. Why did I say it like that? This young boy. Um, Robin is taken from his home. He's Cantonese, I believe. And basically, well, his family's slaughtered. Right? Yeah, I heard his family, I think, is dead. Why did I think his mom died of a disease? Of a disease. Slaughtered but I think, by a disease. But I, think, I, think, I think other family members were slaughtered, but I just remember him being mad at the professor because he didn't save her. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're totally right. It's disease. But maybe they were just killed. <laughs> maybe I'm inserting cancer. I don't no, know. no, no, no. It was sickness. Okay. When you said it, it's sickness. What I, really is sickness? They were slaughtered by illness. So, God. Our one friend who listens to this podcast, the only friend we allow, was like, you guys need to get, like, super fucked up. Can't wait for them to hear this episode. So, anyway, Robin. (laughs) Okay, Robin, Robin is taken from his home after his mother has died. 
adopted by a British man. And he picks a new last name, which is why he's called Robin Swift or whatever. And this British guy is effectively grooming him to be a part of this prestigious program at Oxford um, called Babel, where it's basically language makers. Because in this fictional world, the entire like everything is run by these magical word bars. Yeah, right? Yeah. Is there like a better way to do you have a better way to explain that for in the condensed certain version? This is like one of the I I love the concept, but I think like one of the weaker points is I think that how this like fits in and actually would change history in the world, I think, is like not as strong for me. We don't really get like when did this first occur? Like when did someone come up with this? Has this always been around and in existence? Like I feel like I was a little thrilled by that. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I couldn't tell you for sure. I don't no. remember. If no, yeah. That, but uh, I just remember feeling like a little confused and unconvinced of the mechanics. But yeah. I was fully here for all of like the geeky stuff about language and translations. Loved that. Right. But they essentially, you know, give powers to these bars based off of what the word and the meaning is. And the meaning in translation is, uh, which I think is really interesting concept. And yeah, I loved reading like the geeky stuff about translation and suddenly I was like wow language is so interesting yeah. and I yeah. yeah definitely had one of those moments so I feel like she again really sucked me into that so Robin is raised by this family where there's I mean he's not treated super well he finally gets to go to Oxford to be in the program and he meets his best friend I believe his name is Rami. It could be, I could be completely mispronouncing that, which she did a popular pronunciation thing. We should have looked, but yeah. Uh, so I'm sorry if it's Rami or what, whatever. But he and his BFF Rami, and then they kind of form a friendship with the two other Babel scholars who are first years, Letty and Vic. Victoire. Victoire. Yeah. Victoire. So the boys are enjoying their time and they live completely off Oxford money, which is just an interesting thing because the entire time Robin is fully aware that he is being funded entirely by the school and given this like massive opportunity. But there's a lot of racists at the school, a lot of sexists. And he's making them a lot more money than yes. it costs for them to house him. Right. But he doesn't really know that at the time. Right. At first. But he starts to have kind of conflicting feelings about all of it. Um, some point, I'm just going to like, I'm hitting that. I'm trying to figure out like when we get into. Okay. Well, I mean, initially he's really fully invested in he's, the idea. Yeah. And he's like really, you know, thinks it's so interesting and stuff. And then I, th- I mean, I think some of the cracks start showing when like there's the just like racist pieces of shit kids at the school. And I feel like there's a lot of comments about like, oh, like these are the international students yes. and they're only here for this. And yeah. Um, and he has the run in with his brother. Uh, yeah. And his brother's kind of recruiting him because. Oh, somebody breaks into the library, right? Yeah. Or, and sorry, into Babel. Yeah, into Babel. So that's kind of their first sign that they know like people do attack this building. But Oxford is basically says, you know, oh, well, that's because like it's valuable information. People try and steal the information, the, the silver bars for money. Mm-hmm. But it's I thought what was impressively done was sort of just a commentary on the whole world about like how. 
these bars can like save these people's lives and not only are they like intentionally charging an insane amount and only the rich can afford them but they're setting like expirations on them for shorter term to effectively like make sure that they're always needed yeah and there's always new bars needed and money will always be coming in so i mean it's capitalism right in some ways but it's just interesting uh but robin's brother or I don't know if he he finds out that he's half brothers with this guy. Oh, they think yeah. because basically Robin has had this suspicion that the professor who's his father is who's his adopted father is his real father and he is right. Which okay, I didn't care the, about the daddy story. Yeah, yeah I didn't did care you? Either. Okay. Other than I mean I I guess it it serves to be like this is an extra scumbag. It's extra fucked. Yeah. And and later he doesn't he kind of suspect that he like intentionally got his mom pregnant because he needed oh he needed yeah 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 that's right it does kind of just i don't know am i pulling that out of my ass no no (laughs) you're not i think and even if he doesn't suspect that we should suspect that yeah you know like as Mm -hmm. it it, uh, that is was eluded i believe so it does make it extra fucked robin's brother has basically turned against babel and pretty much immediately recruits him to start working for him basically the thing is robin assists this secret society in stealing these silver working bars he doesn't know what for yet uh but they say they distribute it to the poor they like help so the chinese government there's a big there's big trades going on in opium and their country is suffering at the time from a lot of poppy addiction and this is ravaging the country and whatever and there's something to do with the ship's and the British government, and the poppy, and there's a whole fucking political standoff, essentially, on if the English are giving the Cantonese these silver working bars that they need, I believe. And so Robin, when he eventually gets swept up in that, he realizes kind of that he's contributing to the downfall of, like, these people because they're being sold all this poppy, and, yeah. It's ruining lives and murdering people, basically. So, all that's going on. I feel like we've said nothing about how we feel about it. I feel like I've just spouted off. <laughs> oh, I mean, I said I you I gave one of my critiques. I yeah. guess. and then I also said I really liked the academic like yeah. research about language. Fair. Okay. At first, <laughs> he's just he doesn't know any of that. I I like I went on such a long. I mean, tangent. I can give you like another my like other one of my other negatives like I guess. yeah actually it's a I general am. overview but I, I besides the thing like I said about not quite understanding like where the line was between yeah you know keeping history accurate in the bars and stuff yes but also I felt like I didn't get to know and really like see and understand the quirks of the the characters as much and like I, I just did not care about them as much I agree I think I had a hard time, especially in the first half, getting, or like through the whole book, but I felt like in the first half, I kept waiting for us to sort of establish these other three characters. Yeah. Um, to the point where I almost thought that they were going to be like not that important to the story because right. I kind of thought he was going to go off. So I, I, I will agree with that critique. Yeah. Um, I think I never trusted the brother, though. No, I didn't either. Nah. I mean, because I think it's, I mean, I, I'm on board with the, the whole, like, knowledge hoarding is fucked up. And that's yeah. kind of a big part of Atlas 6, too. But, um, 
actually god it's gonna be so hard to do this high without going on tangents but I was gonna then say like one of the biggest compliments I have of it is just like all of the interesting ways that it's like commenting on like how knowledge is money and yes how that's hoarded and right and how money is power and power is class and all of that Mm -hmm. like I agree I think that the way that she sort of connects knowledge to like the inner workings of the world directly is really fascinating and also like in a way diversity in culture as well which yeah the whole nother wild thing to think about but I felt like I struggled with the um the reason why I was saying I, I didn't trust the brother is because like I think it was a similarly well-written thing to poppy war where like i didn't know the dilemma i didn't know the right answer yeah um it, oh yeah yeah like a difficult it was so hard yeah. i felt like there wasn't so i didn't really trust the brother because i didn't fully know and believe in whatever that was happening and i didn't like that we didn't know anything but i also felt like what was happening that was, was a part fucked of up. It. yeah so hard totally uh but eventually, there's, like, some run-ins. He almost gets caught stealing some of the bars. But I feel like the next important thing to skip to, other than just saying we liked all the learning and academics in there, is uh, when he figures out that his friends have been... Also recruited. Also recruited for this society. Mm. And... And they're, like, they feel betrayed by each other. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was interesting. I mm. don't think I saw that coming, but I also wasn't shocked that they were part of it. Right. So, I don't know what that says. But they're all going on the trip with Professor Dad. (laughs) We're going to call him Professor Daddy. But he's elusively dad. Um, On the trip to Camp... Aren't they going there? Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. I know he gets close to his old home. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, they do. Okay. Basically, they're going to be a really big part of the situation with the opium and the Cantonese government. I believe he, Robin, is going to do the direct translations. So at some point, he's talking to like a high-level government official about this massive like financial trade, and he doesn't like properly translate it. But either way, going there directly, and he has like some experiences where he runs up with the people who are in the midst of this extreme addiction sort of puts everything into perspective and he has a moment on the ship home where he confronts his father about all of it I think because they've almost caught him before they caught him once before this um and he got away with it because the professor was like you're gonna do better and they need him because he can speak the language um but he kills his father, daddy, professor, with a silver working bar that was used to kill a past Babel student that he believes his, prof- his professor father killed. But the story is oh, like, right. did the brother kill her? Did the professor kill her? We don't know. So, yeah, he kills his dad. And then I was like, that was when I was like, wow, ooh, what's, yeah. what the fuck are they going to do about that? They're in the middle of the ship at sea. It was a little stupid. It was. But again, I don't know what the historical time period, like, what. But, like, what if it's normal for people to just fall overboard? Right. Back then, maybe. I was kind of yeah. surprised that they actually 
I mean, I guess, why should I be surprised that somebody tried to hide a murder? I don't know. I know. But I was like, I just felt like they just should have, I felt like, like lied from the get-go about what happened and come home and been like, oh, my God. Yeah. He, fell, he got hammered and fell off. Like, why do they have a reason to think that they all Well, could Well, wouldn't they have, like, stopped the ship, though, and, like, searched for him? But, th- well, that's, I guess, part of my point is, like, they didn't, they hid it on the ship and stuff. Yeah, they hid it on the ship. The, but the way they hit it was weird. <laughs> no, I mean, like, why don't you just, like, literally the next morning be like, ah, where is he? Oh, like, and he just fell. Like, like, as if he just fell. Or do it, like, or, two like, nights you, later. Well, not, like, just, because then you can, like, throw out a life vest or something, Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, you do it two days later, but you pretend, like, it just happened. So that if they search the area, you're already 100 miles away. Right. Maybe two days is a little suspicious, though. I mean, like, 12 hours. Yeah, well, the, the whole fucking <laughs> eight weeks was really suspicious. I, this was my actual... How to actual, get away with shit murder. <laughs> this was my actual complaint about this book. I think this was, like, my only active upset. Or not my only, but my main one was that the, um... I just don't think they would have gotten away with hiding a dead body. Or not a dead body, but with hiding that he was dead and not there. For oh like yeah, six yeah. Weeks. And the neighbors saw them like right away. No, but I mean on the ship. Oh, <laughs> because as well, you as as you yeah, astutely pointed kind of, out, yeah, I know I was agreeing was, with you. <laughs> they said that he. They kept saying he was sick. I know, and they kept being like, "No one can check on him. No, how did he get a virus <laughs> that he like, needs to be sh- quarantined for in the middle of the ocean?" No, they said he picked it up before. Yeah, but still, they were, like, effectively saying he yeah. had to be quarantined. And, like, uh, I... They're I, like, no, it's fine. Don't go in there. Don't we got go it. in there. It was like the everyone is leaving the ship, and they're like, no need to go in there. Um, So that, in com- combination with, like, the neighbors and stuff, like, I just felt like it was so obvious that they weren't going to keep this guy yeah. hidden. But I felt like the ship thing felt a little unrealistic. I also thought it was weird that they went and, like, stayed in this house for a couple days. Why? And all of that felt... Yeah. It felt dumb. But also, like, they're kids and... I don't know. Maybe you panic. But... I guess. Aren't they, like, some of the most intelligent people in the world? Right. I know. And then Letty in also is now in on this... All of this that's going on. They basically had to be like, yeah, sorry, so we killed someone, and or he killed someone. Will you also help? Because we have no choice but to trust you. Right. Did you trust her? Um, But I, I see, I don't know, but that's, yeah. like, part of the, the character thing for me. Yeah, like, you didn't feel like you had strong opinion. Right. Yeah, uh, okay. I don't disagree. I understand that. I didn't really feel like either way. Um, Yeah, I don't think I, fu- I, I still don't think I fully... I think it shocked me when she shot the guy, but it didn't shock me that she betrayed them. Got it. Like, I was surprised she actually used a gun herself. Right, right. Because I felt, so what happens is she ultimately does turn on them and outs the society to. I forgot about that. That was surprising. Yeah, and the thing is, I think they definitely sent her up to be, like, this character of, like, white fragility and being very, like. Right coddled through life and um she maybe had like i think it was supposed to be like she has a good heart and this is how she's been raised and blah 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 because she initially does help them but it wasn't a shock to me that she flipped i just it felt extra aggressive that she was willing she she killed rami 
which I think is yeah, just crazy. Like, I, I she didn't need sad. to. The whole SWAT team was, like, coming in to get them all. Yeah. And it was the downfall of, like, the whole society. Like, everyone fucking died. And I just, I don't know. That was very sad. Yeah. The but then again, I also, sad. now you have me thinking about the characters. And I'm like, was that even established enough that she would be the person that would kill, like, take the gun herself? I mean, I guess I was, like, surprised at, like, I feel like she, I didn't, yeah, I didn't see her as, like, that level of uh, aggressive. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. But again, yeah. it could be like a, like you said, a standalone book thing versus we just never got Right. The time. We just don't have the time to. Because I feel like, I felt like in the first Poppy War, I didn't know Kata- Katai and stuff as well. Not to go on a tangent, but. I just wonder if we're getting a second book, though, based off of how this one ended. I don't feel like we are getting a second yeah. book. But. But, you know, sometimes when anybody makes enough money, they just they, do it They anyway. just do it. But I feel yeah. like that wasn't the plan. No. There's no way. I didn't build there's way, but I don't feel like that was the plan either. Uh, the society had been planning, like, I think, essentially, a, I don't know. They were going to steal all the silver working, but everybody fucking dies except Robin. So Robin plans a, and, like, one or a couple other people. So he plans essentially a hostile takeover of the tower yeah. in order to escalate this kind of strike on silver working in the whole city, shut it down, knowing that the entire world is going to stop functioning. Mm-hmm. Which, again, like you said, within the historical context, it's like really how much of the world would stop functioning because how much was right this right. always a part of history and vice versa. But I thought it was interesting to see... I thought, but I did like the part of it that was like they were counting down the dates of when like this bridge would collapse yeah. and when this would, and them sort of playing this standoff of being like, okay, how many devastating consequences can we cause before the fucking government will cave and vice versa? And how okay are we with doing that? Right, and how okay are we with? And you sort of see Robin start to like lose his mind a little bit, mm-hmm. reminiscent of his brother, and. I think he makes the final, there's a decision that sends a lot of them leave the tower, which I believe is about a bridge collapse. And he makes the decision that the bridge, that they're going to let it collapse. And a lot of the, there are like eight people that are in there don't agree. And I don't know what I thought. Like, it is hard because they're fighting for sort of this better purpose of, getting the silver working bars to everybody but then at the same time you're losing life but i guess that's all war in some mm. facet yeah is there anything else that happens that you want to talk about before we like talk dissect to the end i guess and why we don't um. think there'll be a sequel <laughs> no i don't think so okay yeah i don't think so either in the end they commit mass suicide and blow up the entire tower because they think it's the only thing to delay and force the government to rebuild but what did you think of that decision morally yeah Ugh, i don't know it's so tricky I it's like you're rooting you know from the one hand you're rooting for it to be blown up and stuff obviously yeah and i definitely cried i was definitely sad i just thought it was a tragic end yeah well the i, I guess you have to cut this out because it's a spoiler for poppy war but i was just like what i i think i said this before but the only reason why I, I was I was definitely sad, but the only reason why I wasn't taken aback by it was I just like 
based off the pop I just like knew it was gonna happen yeah. as soon as it was like even hinted at I was like definitely yeah um I did feel yeah. like a foregone conclusion it sort of felt like we were watching his descent into this decision like it was a bus that was coming and you just knew right so I think again I like I felt sort of dissatisfied with the moral dilemma but it was great we just checked our time clock's really long but we don't feel like we said anything so this is gonna be funny uh but yeah the yeah, end was sad, sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay wait am i remembering incorrectly though isn't there like a, after he kills himself is there like a oh yeah we follow no okay sorry you no well he, they like, follow victoire she Rami? leaves and she lives victoire yeah yeah i know but i mean didn't he see his mom did the book end or something like, yeah those wasn't there like a Oh, you died kind of moment or my fucking book didn't he, just end. He definitely had like a see his life before his eyes moment, I think, but I don't remember. Okay. I don't I maybe it's after Rami dies, but like before he dies. Well definitely after Rami dies, he it's has just a like lot part of the grieving. Like, you're saying he saw his mom thing. He there no, is No, no, I, I I that's why I don't understand. I thought he saw Rami or something when he oh, died. Oh, he saw Rami when he died. Oh, maybe. Okay. He might have. That could have been what made me so sad. I don't remember. All right. Email us on literaturepod at gmail.com if you saw Rami after he comes home. Yeah. Um, so what else would you like to say about how it ends and the wrap-up? Oh, I didn't have anything else to say. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't either. Okay. I, I don't but, remember what happens but, but, when it no, follows Victoire. I don't either. I mean, we have to finish the episode. Of course. But... Sam is taking a vow of silence for the rest of the podcast because she says we're done. Like, 128, we're done. I, I did not. I just meant I don't have to bullshit. Oh, we're, oh, we're on overtime. Up. Borrowed time. I get it. You get a raise. <laughs> Hourly pay raise. I don't have to come up with bullshit to say that I don't mean because I was literally about to be here and be like, I don't yeah. know. Should we start talking about the biblical references? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, But the episode's long enough. So, yes. Okay. That was Babel. <laughs> okay, but also, yeah. Did just you, in Did summary, you have any final thoughts? No, I just was going to say that I really liked it. Oh, yeah, I yeah. I think same. it just, again, proves how smart that author is. Yeah, and I really liked it, too. I thought they, I thought it was just brilliant the way that it sort of intermeshed knowledge and academia and politics and yeah. moral dilemmas. Fantasy. and fantasy and yeah i feel like she handles fantasy politics so brilliantly and uh yeah i think she'll i think she'll continue to have really interesting concepts like I, yeah just, it's an exciting author to be having while we're alive i agree i completely agree so yeah that was a good that was a good wrap up okay we don't know what's coming next week so check the description I just sorry I just like had a, a high thought and I was like wow you can read the books of every author that came before you existed but you'll never be able to read the books that came after you existed that is correct Mel <laughs> that is in fact how life and death works gold star for you thank you that's um that's my sign off I guess <laughs> okay bye bye <laughs>